What's good? It's your boy Low Man, and we're back for another episode. Matter of fact, a new season. That's right, of the world according to Low. I've made a lot of changes. I've grown as a person. I know some of y'all been emailing me and DMing me saying, Low, where you go? The podcast was growing. I didn't like it. I tried it with co-hosts. I tried it with other things. I just got to be myself. That's what a lot of you told me. So we're kicking off the season in true low fashion with the people that help influence me and who help uh, make this journey what it is. And today's guest is one of those people that I have uh, known for at least a year now, almost two years, going on a year and a half, and has made an incredible impact on my life. And uh, I wanted to make sure I brought them to the table, so to speak. But um, before I introduce who they are, um, I want to tell you a couple of fun facts about this person. Uh, She moved to Mississippi with $10 in her pocket. No. Think about that for a second. She had the the guts to uproot and relocate across the country with $10 to her name, okay? She's extremely frugal. If you move with $10 in your pocket, you kind of hold on to everything you got, you know? Uh, Also, she always roots for the underdog. So if you know me, that is a attribute that I hold dearly. So I want to welcome to the podcast today, none other than, I call her G1. G1. But y'all can call her <laughs> Shannon Wall. Oh, wow. I don't think I've ever heard you say my full I name. Don't think, that was the first time I think I've ever said your full name. I don't, it yeah, felt that weird. sounded weird. Like my, when I was like, okay, where's this going? Shannon mouth, Wall? It was almost like my muscles in my, my mouth and face. Because I think at the, you said you, it was called, I was called Glorious One according to you. Yes. I gave you the name Glorious One because you, like, you just come, you have this aura about you. Even when, um, like, when I first came on the team, like, it was just, I don't know, I, I, I call you the glue. Because it's fascinating to see you in so many facets just um, jail with so many people in all of our diversity. Like, let's talk about the Flavor Flav clock. <laughs> the Flavor Flav clock. Oh, Lord. I don't even remember what that was. What did, <laughs> why did we do that? It was oh, the cancer gosh. run. It was the cancer run. And the cancer they run. made this... Yes. obnoxiously large uh, chain and I mean it, it was a little ridiculous here you come full costume hat back <laughs> chain uh, on there you go and you know that's just one of the situations where you just always show like you can bring that 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 vibe that energy to the room and uh, I just I don't know I'm big on nicknames yeah, so. I get that. I get that from the team. You yeah. have a nickname for everybody. Everybody. But I have to say, when you said "glorious one," the first time you said "glorious one," yeah. I really thought you until you just said it. I thought you meant like "glorious one," meaning because I was the one in charge. I thought you were being funny. All of those things. Yeah. Yeah, but the whole you were being very it, sweet right it, there. Just a second. I know, ago. but I'm just it, saying. but it, but it it developed into all of that. So yeah. So here's my process when okay. I meet someone and I deal with them on a regular basis. Most people don't realize like I'm really introverted. I, t- I think I told you this. I'm really introverted. I yeah. prefer to be to myself, but I have 
traits of extroverted like characters that come out. Yeah. But it exhausts me. Like, it'll drain me after a while. Like, once you hear me explain it, you'll start realizing my pattern. I'll come hang out. Then you'll see me fade off into. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So yeah. everybody's like, where's Lo? And then you, I start seeing people pop in yeah. my office. But, like, for the most part, like, I just have to recharge. Yeah. No, but I, I love, think we all need to recharge. But, but I love people. You know yeah. what I mean? No, absolutely you do. For so, sure. So, yes, you were the one in charge. And it's funny because um, most people don't, like, if you're listening, our meetings happen at what we call the big table. Yep. And you're at one end, and I'm all the way south. <laughs> so um, I just felt like you had this this hierarchy of, um, what's my girl from Game of Thrones? You know, Cersei. I don't watch, Cersei. I don't watch that. I, I know. We got we to gotta help. I know. I know. I just, I can't, I can't do it. I'm not a Game of Thrones. Well, the queen. You you had this. It was like you were perched up on you oh know my above Lord. the whole table, and we're all and just looking up, like at the glorious. Oh my one. gosh! No, no, no! And you know where I sit at the table is not. There's a purpose for the reason where I sit. At the head of the table. No, and I don't sit at the head of the table. Is anywhere. it not the head of the table? No, the only reason I sit there is because I can keep my eye on everybody. <laughs> Because when you sit kind of to the side, you don't get everybody. Like if I'm sitting on the side, I don't see what this side's doing. I don't so see what this side's doing. So you're at the head of the table. I don't like to say it that way. I'm not at the head of the table. Who are you, King Arthur? It's, it's a, it's <laughs> <laughs> We're going to call the head of the table. Well, that's how you got your name, Glorious. Okay. It's, All right. It's G- and, then it, and then it went down to G1 to make yeah, it easy. G1 was easy. And yeah. then everybody took to it. Everybody. As, but everybody agreed. And this is what I say, like, when it comes to nicknames... Um, it took you a little bit to get to your nickname because I, I couldn't figure out what it would be. But yeah. then after I so I think it all we, up, I think it's because we, we, we were figuring each other out. Your first few months yeah. were... You didn't think I was going to stay. I, well, th- it, there were it, moments. It, it, there were moments. There were moments. I didn't know if you were going to stay, but uh, honestly, when you came, though, you came in the middle of COVID. I know. So... Coming in the middle of COVID, I didn't know what was happening. Like, it was just crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't know if Christina was going to stay. I didn't know anybody was going to stay. I was like, what are we doing? Yeah, because there were a lot of things being regulated that we weren't sure about. Like, right. I didn't know, like, is this really a safe place to work? <laughs> like, it was we a were lot all of, scared. Yeah, a we're lot of like, things to be doing? questionable. Yeah. But we'll, so, get, we'll get to some of that. Oh, God. Okay. I want to start light. Um, let's Let's... Now, to set presence, I want you to just, I think I talked to you about this off camera. This season, I have a focus. I think that's going to be my thing going forward. Um, I want to talk about embracing our journeys. Okay. And a lot of times, um, I initially had it kind of paired with the road less traveled. But I don't think you got to say that because how do we really know the road less traveled? Mm-hmm. Like, there are a billion people in this world. Like, right. It could be a lot of similarities that we don't. So I kind of dropped that, but I, I want to talk about like how, and some of the things that you have learned along your journey, hmm. because um, I'm going to get to your, all your accolades in a minute, but I want to start, let's just start out with understanding who G1 was in the beginning. 
In the beginning, how far in the beginning? Oh, we're going back. I want to know, like, what's one of your favorite childhood memories? Hmm. Ah, uh, you know, I don't. This is one thing that my 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 husband and my kids say. They're like, you don't really talk about your family, or you don't <laughs> talk about your like growing up. I just I don't. I I just I I don't. So I don't know that I would have. There's a moment. Th- Every probably e- there is. I just don't know what that would be. Um, What's something you remember about your childhood? When you think about childhood, what is the first thing that pops in your mind? I really don't know. I can tell you right now. Every time I think about my childhood, I think immediately about my sister and how much time we spent together. That is like my best friend. Like, hands down, sitting in our PJs, eating a bowl of popcorn yeah all the time like tv that was us I, you know what i would say that it was i'm 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 see you're helping me get yeah. to there so i would say it was my friends like okay. the friendships that unfortunately to, at you know this day and time being at the age i am none of us have really stayed in in contact in contact yeah. with it but um i would say the friendships that was my biggest my biggest thing we had so much fun so, i had so much fun growing up but yet you know, it probably now. Now let's let's stay right there. What okay. did you? Where did you grow up? Where are you from? So I'm from a little small town, Morton, Minnesota. Um, population of 400. So a very very <laughs> small town. Um, and how many stoplights did y'all have? We had one. Seriously. One stoplight, but now I think it's a stop sign. <laughs> I just went is back. That, is that going forward or backwards? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not really sure. Yeah. Probably when I grew up, there was probably like 500 and some people that lived there, and now it's 400. Okay. So I lived Y'all in, are literally going back. Going backwards. back, literally. <laughs> we took out the stoplight. We yeah. pulled people out of there. Uh, you know. Uh, so it's, it's Midwestern, yeah. farm country. Um, What's the biggest uh, city next to Morton? Well, where I... so. Morton is where I grew up, but we had a city or town, which was called Redwood Falls, and that had about 5,000. That's where I went to school. Okay. So that was, you know, the biggest city around there, and then it would be about, uh, probably about an hour away, and you'd get into like 10, 20,000 people. So So it was truly rural Midwest. Yeah. In the middle of... Nowhere. Cornfields, and yes, that's exactly So Redwood Falls. Yep. You, how many years did you go to school there? So I went there four years. That's when our, our school, Morton, consolidated with Redwood. Because okay. obviously there wasn't enough people to keep the school open with 400 people <laughs> living in there. So we consolidated with Redwood. So I went to Redwood Falls, Redwood Falls, Morton High School and graduated from there. Okay, so you're in Morton, you're in school in Morton to like what, eighth grade? End of eighth grade, yes. And End then in ninth grade. grade is when I went to Redwood. And then yep. ninth, you moved to uh-huh. Redwood. Now, yeah. what did you do? Were you in any extracurricular activities? No, I was not. Um, unfortunately, I was, uh, I was more of the partier. Yeah. But I never drank. Yeah. You just like to socialize. I like to socialize. Yeah. I was at every football game. I was at every basketball game. But I was also at every party. Yeah. I was... Always the designated driver. Um, There's not much to do. I, I mean, no, there. I mean, but I never, I never missed anything. Yeah, I was at involved in 
not in the sport per se, but yeah. I was at every event. If there was something to, to go to, I was there. You were there. Yeah. So you, you, you graduate Redwood Falls. Uh, the go, wor- Cardinals. <laughs> go Cardinals. Go Cardinals. <laughs> you have uh, all this promise of the new chapter, the next mm-hmm. chapter. What is high school graduate Shannon G1, what do you what did you do? What did you do? Like where did you so, what were your plans? Um I really wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I wasn't sure that I wanted to go to college. I wasn't I just I didn't know. So um I mean I, being a partier, you would think college was a shoe in. College would be a thing, but I just <laughs> I didn't care for school. Yeah. That just wasn't my thing. I was a very uh I worked all through high school, so I was... What was your first job? Um, A&W Root Beer, baby. Are I was a car hop. Can you, can you make a float? Oh, yeah. Did you make floats? Or were you know you, what? You know what? I was just a car hop. You were just a car hop. I was just Roller the car skates? Hop. No. Okay. They made us walk. Yeah. That was too dangerous. Too dangerous. Gotcha. We were in Minnesota. We'd fall on ice. Yeah. You have to walk out there. It, I forget it freezes yeah. up there. Exactly. Yeah. So, no, no, no roller skates, but um, A&W Root Beer... And then I was a um, checkout at a grocery store. How and was that? It was good. I loved it. Yeah? Yeah. I always wanted to be the fastest checkout person. So we <laughs> always had races and I'd always win. Yeah, because, you know, my first job was bag boy. Oh, see, there you go. So the, the people who were fast check, like if you could check people out quick, they were bigger tippers. Oh, see, we couldn't take tips. See, yeah, when dixie that's where I started. Like, okay. They will let you. You couldn't solicit it. But if they offered, they would allow you. you know oh, what I mean? gotcha. Yeah, no. You, well, I mean, I say they. It was probably the same policy, but yeah. you know, the baggers probably did get a tip. But <laughs> who knows? You so know? you, yeah. you, you have these jobs. Yeah. You didn't. You I wasn't. Didn't, college wasn't like priority. No, it wasn't priority. So I was just trying to figure out what I was going to do um, after high school. So I actually moved to Arizona. Okay. And I was going to be a nanny. Arizona, you go from Minnesota from freezing to, to Phoenix, the heat. Arizona. Yes, there was a a neighbor of mine who had moved to Phoenix, and um, she was a little older than me. Well, I hope she was a little, yeah, a lot more, a lot older. older. <laughs> anyway, she and her family had moved, and I was just not sure what I want to do. So I went to Phoenix. I was going to be a nanny. Well, that lasted about a month. Yeah, I was like, Mm-mm, the same for me. I cannot do this. These. No, it wasn't for me. So, came back home and um, moved to Minneapolis uh, to figure out what I wanted to do. And um, one summer I came home, I think I was like 20, probably 20, mm-hmm. came home and ended up um, working for a casino during the summer in my hometown. So, we have casinos. Wait a minute. Back in Morton. Morton on Indian Reservations. Oh, gotcha. So it was an Indian reservation. I did not. Oh, mm-hmm. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Rural areas. You rural area. Kind of like know, Minnesota, Indian it's Creek. all on. It's, it's all same. on Indian reservation, mm-hmm. uh, sovereign land. Yeah. So, you know, so anyways, I went back there and worked for the summer. I was like, well, I'll go back there and work. And what did you do then? Where were you? So this is funny. Cocktail waitress? Oh, no. Oh, okay. Don't, don't say it like that. Oh, no. Wait Look. till you hear what I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. So... I would rot, so we would have, Jackpot Junction would get these charter flights mm-hmm. in from different cities. So Chicago, um, maybe like Des Moines, Iowa, um, Milwaukee, yeah. whatever. 
they would fly into Minneapolis, into the airport. We would send a huge chartered bus. Yeah. I would be on the bus, and I would rally all 52 people that were coming in to stay at the casino <laughs> for a weekend. And I would serve them cookies and play bingo with them on the bus for a two-hour ride. Are you serious? Yes, all summer long. I'd go back and forth, back and forth. I'd probably make like three trips a day from Morton to Minneapolis. How did you, you weren't eating the cookies too? Well, maybe. I mean, I, that's a lot of, I mean, that's a lot of cookies a day. Just saying. Three but trips? Three trips, two or three trips a day. So I did that for the summer. And then I, uh, a friend of mine, I didn't really, I wouldn't say a friend at the time. She and I went to school together, went to high school together, but we never spoke. We just had we're yeah. just two different groups. Just mutual. Yeah. yeah. Knew who she was. She knew who I was. We both ended up working at Jackpot Junction that summer. Um, and she graduated the following year from Northwestern University. And the owners, the managing partner that, at, that was at Jackpot Junction Casino yeah. are the ones that opened up Casino Magic back in 1992. Wow. On, so on she, the Mississippi Gulf Coast. In Bay St. Louis. Yeah. So she got a job, and she said, hey, do you want to move to Mississippi? And I'm like, yeah, what am I going to do? And she's like, I have no idea. But we're opening up a casino. I don't know what I'm doing. I just need someone to help. And I said, yeah, I'll come down. So I came down. I think I made $10 in your pocket. $10 in my pocket, making $6 an hour. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. And you just, on a whim. Just said, yeah, I'm going to pack up my car, and I'm going to go. Wow. Now, what were you driving? A Geo Metro. <laughs> so you, you had to throw that one in there, had, didn't you? Yes, oh. I did. So you were driving a Geo Metro. Yes. And not, not a fully functioning Geo Metro. No. It was it could barely I mean you go were fit. you were eating cookies and playing bingo. I mean you, you probably weren't balling out of control. No. No, no, no. Wasn't yeah. no. All you, was good. Do you remember how much you were making a week doing that? Serving cookies? Yeah. Oh gosh, I probably made two hundred bucks a week. Oh my goodness! I would guess two hundred dollars a week. Yeah, that's that's next to nothing. Does that that's pre tax? But before taxes is taken out, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's wow. Probably two. I mean, it's not a hard gig for cook, eating but I mean, cookies and playing bingo. Thirty years thirty years ago too. Yeah. yeah. So you it's, know, you're young. Decent. You got to do what you yeah. got to do. Yeah. I got to talk to people. I loved engaging with people and having conversations and making sure that they're taken care of. And I was like, oh, why not? See, that's a gem right there. So I, I want to, along these, this conversation, I want to make sure, like, we point out, so to speak, like, life markers. Mm-hmm. So here you are eating cookies, serving cookies, playing bingo, and you're developing skill sets that you are unaware of at the mm-hmm. time. Because to what I hear is you had to learn how to connect and deal with customer service right. and people of all walks of life. Yep. Yep. And I loved the casino industry. I thought it was fascinating. It was busy. And it was busy. And yeah, it was, it was cool. And I didn't know at the time what I was doing. You know, I just thought, this is just a job. And we've already established that you liked socializing and people. Yes. Yes, you very much. activities and events. Yep. And now all of these things are starting to now become puzzle pieces to the journey there you go. of G1. Yep. I yep. like that. Yep. Okay, so you, you pack up the Geo Metro. 
pack up the Geo Metro. And you, you hit the road. Mm-hmm. And I moved down here and just worked, helped get Casino Magic open in Bay St. Louis. Now, when you say that, what did you end up doing? Because you didn't know what you were going to be doing when you first I ended up doing, out. you name it. I mean. Whatever they needed. Whatever they needed. They, they needed, this is just an example. I don't yeah. remember all the details, but I remember in order for the, the um, traffic, they were trying to decide, okay, when we open this casino in two months, yeah. I think it was July, August, September. Yeah, it was two months. How will the traffic get to this casino? Yeah. Which roads are they going to take? <laughs> and I remember there was a school yeah. and that there was a, a, um, a family that had a deaf child and they mm-hmm. were concerned about the traffic coming through there. Yeah. So they said to me, get with the city, <laughs> order a sign so people know to slow down because yeah. there's a deaf child that lives in this neighborhood. Yeah. I was like, I don't know how to order a sign. Yeah. How do I don't even know what that means. <laughs> and so you just, I just figured it out. So you did that. I could, may have ordered toilet paper for. Whatever was necessary. Whatever so, was necessary. Okay, let's, let's paint this picture because I am born and raised here on the coast. Mm-hmm. Mississippi coast. Number one, when the casinos were approved to start development, mm-hmm. nobody most people were afraid because they thought it was just going to be like Vegas, mm-hmm. prostitution, right. debauchery. Mm-hmm. But then, like, later we realized, like, it, was, it wasn't that. It, right. was, it was a little bit more that, like, of a blessing because I think Casino Magic provided a ton of jobs oh, yeah. to a lot of people who uh, were looking for – better employment you Mm -hmm. know what I mean Mm -hmm. and um all of the things that you're discussing now were things that they were trying to figure out and regulate because we had nothing right of that nature here yeah and here you are a young adult fresh out of high school coming down being a nanny didn't work you go back home then you get this call you come to the coast and now you're doing all these miscellaneous things Mm -hmm. um what what do you feel like you you learned the most from that? So, you know, from that point forward, like I tell my kids, I love the fact that I started from the ground up. Mm. That's what I learned most is don't be afraid to, like, get in there and get your hands dirty. Yeah. I mean, I was answering phone calls. I was going in on weekends because we needed people to answer the phone calls to the 800 number we were advertising, but we had nobody, we didn't have enough employees to answer the phones. So what I learned was get in there, understand everybody's job. How can you work together as a team? Don't be afraid to get your hands dirty. Yeah. Just get in there and do it. Yeah. And it, it pays off. It really does. I mean, you can't walk into somewhere and, you know, think that you're going to start at this level because you're not. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this, because right now you sound like it was all all hunky-dories and eating cookies, playing bingo. You come down here, you're just getting to do all sorts of things. What was something you failed at? But in that failure that you learned from? Mm, Let's see. I'm sure I failed at a lot of stuff. Um, Like, because you... Well, I mean... Because let me say this, like... You, you seem, I know you, but I want people to understand, mm-hmm. like, you're a very driven person. Yes. So. Extremely. Being very driven, there's, it's not all, like, 
wins. You know what I mean? No. Like, I don't want to paint that picture like... No, and I certainly don't want that picture to be painted at all because that would totally be mis- misleading. Leading. yeah. Um, I don't... I, I know that there were a bunch of fails. I just... I have a tendency to kind of block that stuff out. I, I don't know. Speak I to, don't... No, no, that's good. Yeah, I Let's just... I don't like it. to, like, think about that stuff, and I don't... I mean, I always have my husband. I'm like, well, what do you think this is? And then he says something. I'm like, oh, you're so good. Yeah. It's because I don't ever, like, I don't want to think about what I do. I don't want to think that I'm successful. I don't want to think about how I just do it. Yeah. And I don't like attention. You know that. Yeah. I hate attention. Hate it more than anything. So I just have to think about that. I have to, I know I failed at so many things. I just, I think, I, I'll tell you, I know what it is. I think I failed by working so hard and to prove that I can do anything because I didn't have, I did not finish college. Yeah. So I didn't have that college degree, right? So I felt I needed to work 10 times harder than anybody else to prove to them that I can be just as good as somebody that, that has a master's degree or has a four-year degree, but I'm willing to get in there and work and do what it takes. And where I failed, I think, at, in my early part of my career is I had a tendency to put my work before my family and my kids. Okay. But I realized there. that. No, I, I, I was the same way. Like, I think a lot of driven people. Mm-hmm. So just, I know we're, we're having a conversation. Yeah. So my parents moved here. Um, they were some of the first black you know, like electrical um, engineer people mm-hmm. from uh, their school in Georgia when they Ingalls first started developing. Uh-huh. And Ingalls was going out recruiting from all over the country. Um, and it was a big move for my parents. Matter of fact, they met in college, you know, uh-huh. came here. Um, but my mother comes from agriculture. So she was very rural area. Mm-hmm. Um, my father grew up in Macon, Georgia, which is more industrial, big city. Mm-hmm. Um, was like, you know, went to high school with some celebrity, who, people who went on to be celebrities and things of that nature. He was very talented, but my dad lost his father early in life. Mm-hmm. And his mother, um, like when I was around the time I was born. But my father had always had to go get it so all Mm -hmm. I ever knew growing up was work ethic work ethic what people say about you is everything the character of your name how how you go out and get it and it wasn't always taught the balance Mm -hmm. it was just always the objective right and uh would you agree that I think sometimes we hone in like our, our gift is a, also a curse that the ability to focus, you, you know how we get like when we want something done, even when it seems impossible, we will go get it to the point where if we got to do whatever it takes, we're going to achieve it. Right. And to that point though, we not only want it and we're going to do whatever we need to do to make it happen yeah it's the quality of the work as well quality of the work as well. so it's not just to do it to check a box yeah like i'm not going to do it unless i'm going to put my full heart and soul in into the project you know so 
Yeah. Because, like, people can say whatever they want about me. Like, you can say I'm ugly. You can say I'm right. what, all these things. Yeah. Say something about my work. Right. Oh, right. man. Like, I, I, I'm ready to scrap. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, 100%. Like, I, we've had conversations. Like, I, what my name is on mm-hmm. is, 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 like. That's our brand. That's, oh, man. That's, like, everything. Yeah. So, like, I get what you're saying in that. Because a lot of times being the best people really I think people really misunderstand that it definitely comes at a cost mm-hmm. like I, I don't know if you watched the last dance with Michael Jordan oh I love that Did, oh it was so good to understand what got those six rings yeah but what he had to give up <sighs> and how what sacrifices he had to make oh yeah I love that I love that documentary god that is so oh good. my like yeah. I, I go back and watch it just to mm-hmm. just to refocus like my ability because like man even the people that supported had supporting roles with him Mm -hmm. like there's a there's a moment in the documentary where jordan says um to the guys on his team if you don't want to be the best like why did you show up right yes like you're mad Mm -hmm. because i want more right out of this moment i'm in and that's kind of how i live my life like i'm like you know but I, 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 I like that. I like that you pointed out that it can also be a failure. In a and it sense. did, but the good thing about it is, though, I recognized it, and I changed it. and then that So how did you change it? You got to get a solution. I did, so I got out of the casino business. I quit. Wow. Like I quit that. without a job. At, at a point where you were being very successful. I was very successful. Absolutely. I had, at that point of my career in my life, I had the best job ever. I was the vice president of marketing and advertising for Hard Rock Casino in yeah. Biloxi. Loved it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The brand was fun. The oh, people you get Hard to Rock meet. Hard Rock was everything. Yeah. They it had was all everything. the young acts. They, like, everybody else was doing, like, the... The you know the Geritol uh, scene, yeah, right? I mean, Brenda, <laughs> yeah. What I mean, just yeah. the older, yeah, yeah. And we were going to do that young, and you know, we lived and learned the on that Dion too. Warwicks and all, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but they were doing like the young acts. They were doing the we were doing the young young acts, but when I realized that it was affecting my kids and I was missing yeah. out on so much, I changed. I said, you so, know what? So oh, hold on, because we got to we 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 jumped a lot you you last at the beginning of the failure you were moving cones and getting signs for yeah. kids in the community mm-hmm. now we're at you being a vp of marketing yeah how does one do that i just like i said i just worked so talk, work, walk me through it so you, you're at casino I, magic I work at casino magic and we open up our doors and we just continue to grow grow and i worked i mean at that time i was single didn't have kids so I worked basically 24-7. And I, I loved what I did. Yeah. Like it was, I worked in the bus, the motor coach department, bringing in bus groups. I worked in um, what we called the air charter department. We had two air, I forget what the size of it, like 747, two airplanes yeah. that we leased yeah. and were responsible for filling up. And I would schedule those flights all over the United States wow. to pick people up and bring in. And we had flight attendants on those flights. Anyways, it it was it was a, it was a great learning. stepping stone. Yeah. So, so that just, was your college. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. the most part, it was. I I was on the job training and just 
did everything. Here's a quick commercial break. Patrol grooming always helps me look my best. There is no better feeling than my wife walking up to me and telling me that my beard looks and smells amazing. And if you know me, then you know that I love giving back to my community. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to go visit patrolgrooming.com. That's right, patrolgrooming.com. And I want you to look around, shop, do whatever you need to do, get all the items you need. But when you get to the end, when you get ready to check out, I want you to use my code loyalty crew. That's right, loyalty crew. Uh, because loyalty in this community always will reward you. That's right. So guess what? Go to patrolgrooming.com, use my code loyalty crew, and tell me, hey, listen, this is the best part. I want you to tell me how incredible you love this product. It smells amazing. The ingredients are all there that you can see what you're putting on your face. And I'm telling you, like, I don't fool with a lot of facial products or hair products, but man, do I love patrol grooming. That's right. So go visit today, patrolgrooming.com, and use that code LOYALTYCREW for a discounted price off. The idea, concept of college as mm -hmm. we know it. It's literally higher learning, where it means that mm -hmm. you have someone instruct you on something your specialty in. Like, I went in film. Mm -hmm. My professors taught me film. Right. I wasn't learning mechanics. I wasn't right. learning, like, other specialties. Like, it was just literally me focusing on one process or subject matter, mm -hmm. primarily, and learning that job skill. You pretty much went to casino like like your industry of college yeah I went in the casino industry that was my college you're right because I learned so much about hospitality industry the casino industry um marketing yeah you know but it was hands-on I learned and did what we needed to do to keep our doors open so you're working 24 7 24 7 your name is ringing people are like who is who who's who's that well, and part of it too, though, is uh, I did become, I was very involved in everything too. Like I made a point to ensure that not purposely, mm -hmm. I look back now and I'm like, wow, I did that. But I, I made sure that I was at every event possible to where people saw you, saw me. Hard to forget. Hard to forget. Saw me. Um, but even, you know me, I'm, but you I'm don't like the event. Attention. I don't like the attention. Yeah. But I wanted, I was always there to support the company. Yeah. Support the, the people ah, yeah. that you work for. So it's a, it's it, a weird thing. It's a it's weird a, balance. It's a, it's a formula because yeah. it's the same thing with me. Yeah. Like I call it the grunt work. Like mm -hmm. all the stuff nobody wants to do is the stuff that I did. Yes. And how I got out of Mississippi and got jobs and opportunities. Right. Yeah. I talk about Nashville. I talk yeah. like, you right. know, dry. I would. The stuff, like literally the stuff nobody wanted to do, packing bags. Mm -hmm. um, like I also was in the casino industry for a bit. I was at the Grand Casino and I was in. Biloxi um, or Gulfport? Biloxi. Okay. And while I was there, I was in banquet setup. Okay. And um, it was crazy because mm -hmm. people don't understand like the casino industry or let's say a casino is its own city. 
Mm-hmm. We had you have a clinic, you got chefs cooking food for your right. workers. Like you don't have to leave. Like there were days we would pull doubles, mm-hmm. and it sun up to sun. Like you, it would be a whole day. Yep. Going by. But that's where the action was going on too. Oh. So you didn't mind it because it's like people were coming and going and Energy. entertainment and yeah. 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 It was good. Like I, I love when we had big poker tourna- tournaments because it was just high energy. Like yeah. people are winning. Yeah. Like you're hearing the ching, ching, ching and just people, mm-hmm. you know, the whole hand yeah. of things. So I, yeah. I, I, I could see how that was infectious. Mm-hmm. But my passion, the difference between you and me was like my passion was always getting back to like creative storytelling yes 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 so i was miserable like i I got to work with my friends so it was cool because we cut up right but i was always pulled back to oh yeah i mean you did what you had to do to get to where you needed to be but yeah no i get it i just was fortunate that i landed in an industry and in an area that i thoroughly thrived on and enjoyed like and I loved everybody I worked with Uh, it was just it's just like up here so you don't like attention but you take the role and position of VP of marketing at hard rock yes (laughs) yes but I knew that there would be a team under me So so just like here a buffer yeah yeah so just like here I don't want you know I'm gonna sit back yeah I know what we need to do but I don't I'm not the one to be out there in front of it. All right. So, so you're going through this thing. You're going through life. You're, you, you have moved through the ranks of Mm -hmm. like, um, to VP of marketing for hard rock Biloxi. Now on this stuff, like this journey, I know with my journey along the way, there are things that influences me. Like what were some people that were influential to you? Um, like, what did you pull your inspiration to keep going? Because you said you weren't married, you didn't have kids. So, where did so you? So, when I was at when I was at Hard Rock, though, I was married at that time. Then, okay. So I was married and I had kids. Okay. So, um, that's when the the par- like the shift, the paradigm shift started coming. Yeah, my when I went to Hard Rock, actually, I was married and had my kids at Casino Magic, and okay. then when I went to Hard Rock. At that time, I was a single mom. Okay. So I was divorced and had, you know, raising yeah. two kids um, when I went to Hard Rock as the VP of... of so priorities mm-hmm. and, and just in life balances, yeah. like having to adjust that and yep. having to now consider more than just G1. Right. You have the, you have ba- big girl and you got yep. Cam and... Yep, and Ray Ray and, and Ray. big so, girl. Yep. So y'all yep. doing all these things and mm-hmm. now you have these things... How does it shift your mindset outside of just knowing that balance is important? Like what else, what else became like the weight or the, the structure that you were now processing your future? Because if I have to have balance, that means I can't do what I'm normally used to doing. Correct. So when I realized with my kids that I was not like, I just couldn't do it anymore. I I was missing too much of their, their stuff. They were young and, um, just being gone so much, having babysitters. So when I quit my job, I, I didn't have a job. I was like, it'll work out. God will figure it out for yeah. me. Like, I will yeah. figure something out. So I took some time off. I took about, I think, like eight weeks. Took eight weeks off and um, got a job. And when I got my job at the Sun-Herald, I 
said, I want a job where I come in at 8.30 and I leave at 5 and I have no responsibility. I'm only responsible for myself. Yeah. And so I got into sales, which I don't like sales, <laughs> but I got into sales. Gotta and do what you got to do. I got to, exactly. And that's, it helped me. I, it did what I needed it to do. I performed, you had a goal, you met, you know, if, yeah. as long as you met your goals, you got your, your bonuses, you know, your bonuses oh, yeah. and all of that stuff. So I did that. And, um, now let's say when we, I want people to be clear. Yeah. When you say the Sun Herald, you're talking about newspapers now. Correct. At that time it was newspapers. So Correct. You, you jumped ship from the casino hustle and bustle. To newspaper. To paper boy routes. Well, I wasn't a paper boy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but yes, yeah. you're, it's yeah, newspaper. newspaper. But, yeah. uh, you know, back then, newspapers were still we're like the place cooking. where you got information. I mean, it was. That's where you, it was validated. Everything, right. if it wasn't in the paper, right. it didn't happen. Exactly. And so I went to uh, Sun Herald, worked there. And then, I mean, within probably six months, I think I was a manager. And I just. You just can't I, stop grinding, huh? Yeah. I just, I continue to move up and, um, but it still was a good balance because I wasn't on the editorial side. Yeah. I was still in the sales, but I was like managing different publications and managing sales teams and things like that. So it still was only an 830 to five job. Yeah. It just had more responsibility during the day. So it gave me a little bit more flexibility, um, helped me, you know, get where I needed to go, um, and be able to still provide for my kids and um, be there for them, which was the most important thing. And then I just continued to move up at the Sun-Herald. Hey, you didn't stay a manager long, did you? No. No, no. you didn't. A uh, little interesting tidbit that I found out was that you've been published in the Washington Journal. What was that for? The first female publisher? Yeah. First female publisher. First female President and President publisher. and publisher. At the Sun-Herald, yes. At the Sun-Herald. Yep, yep. Did not know that about mm -hmm. you. Surprise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Clearly, you do not like attention because, like, when I was doing my research, I was like, oh, this is a this is an interesting little nugget that um, most would share. Because, especially in this area, or not even, like, look at today how often um, people market the first woman to do X, yeah. Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. But you were, you were that before it was even trendy. I guess. <laughs> I love the humility. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, what was that like? Because um, I even looked at some of the imagery about what, what was going on during that time, like, you the the shot is you literally shaking hands like being a people person like you know like sharing your spotlight most yeah, times you, like you would see people take the spotlight to themselves got the nice hip power shot power suit like yeah. you didn't that, I did not like I did not like I would have rather them just pass the mantle and let you and go just like it. let me go but our corporate I don't remember what he was, like the corporate. Yeah, you got to. Somebody came in, flew in, and they wanted to make the announcement, which a few folks had already probably kind of figured it out yeah. that I was going to get that position. But, um, yeah, I just, it was not my thing. 
It was not the attention. I just, yeah. it was not. Now, I, I do want to talk about this because I learned this also, that you were very intricate in steering the ship towards digital media. Yep, I was. I so, sure was. So how, how was that process? Because a lot of people, for a newspaper, that was huge. Well, and in their defense, though, they were moving into the digital platform, but more on the the readership side of gotcha. the paywall, paying for the content, but it really wasn't the advertising side of things. So there were it was myself and several others that we you know thought how do we make this change? Digital is becoming so popular. We're selling newsprint. How does this work? So we really um, came up with the whole concept of the agency type concept, and we named it, and it went to. At the time, this was before I became yeah. president and publisher, our president and publisher at that time, he was on board with it and um, had a whole plan. And they actually, he presented it to corporate in Sacramento and they went along with it and adapted it to all 20, 28 newspapers. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, today it no longer exists yeah. just because of I mean, their whole their whole company has changed. McClatchy no longer owns them. The internet has changed. Everything. Everything's changed, yes. right? But we were, yeah. It was there were several of us, um, not several. I wouldn't say several. There's probably just a handful of us that really got into it, and we we always joke that we were the what what did we call ourselves? We were the um, architects, so to no, speak. No, we were. Um, is it Steve Jobs that found Mac in a garage that he discovered? Yes, he, 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 he Steve Jobs developed Mac. Mac in a garage. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. That's what we always said with Accelerate because Sun Herald was one of, I think it was like the bottom three papers as far as size goes. Yeah. So when you're in a big organization like that, like with a company as Miami Herald, yeah. the Sacramento Bee, I mean, mm -hmm. they're huge, right? Right. But little old son Harold comes up with this concept that benefits that benefits everybody. everybody and was rolled out. Yeah. It was a pretty big deal. So we always said we were the Steve Jobs of. So y'all were y'all y'all were literally like a little garage band. Yeah, yeah, we were. <laughs> I love that. Now you learn. You know, we've established that you've learned like um, a lot of things from you know your social aspect, customer service, all of these traits, manage project management. Mm -hmm. Um, now, you know, you went up to VP of marketing and now you jump over to, um, See. newspaper, uh -huh. um, industry. What did, what, what, what did you learn there? What did that industry teach you? That industry taught me that I don't like that side of media. <laughs> I just, it's, it just was not me. Yeah. Um, because 50% of the people hate you and 50% of the people like you. Yeah. And that changes every single day. It's hard to please it. It, it is. And it's just, I don't like that, that piece of it. Yeah. And, you know, while I enjoyed my time, I learned a lot mm -hmm. as far as that side of things. It just, it wasn't my career. I wanted to get back into marketing and advertising. Yeah. And you did. And I did. I sure did. <laughs> so how did you end up in your current role? Which is what exactly? Director of marketing. So you're back to marketing. I'm back to marketing. Yeah. Back where you belong. That's right. It's funny how it happened. So um, I'm trying to think. Lee Bond okay. is the CEO now. Of, of Singing of, River of Health. Of Singing River Health System. Okay. He, I was at 
um, Sun Herald, and I remember it was late one evening, and I'm there working. Whatever. You're always working. Late. Always working, and um, and he, I, and my phone rang at my desk, mm-hmm. and it was Lee. And prior to that, my husband and I had talked, and I said, you know, I, I just I don't see myself getting yeah. into this, staying in this forever. And I said, you know, I just need to start putting my feelers out, just just to see. Probably would like to make a change in about a year, but also at that time, McClatchy was making a ton of changes and doing a ton of of um, uh, restructuring. Yeah, and I was very there was a very high possibility that I would have gotten relocated. Yeah, to another city, and I didn't want to do that. So because they were structuring and going in like um, regional sections. So like there would be a regional publisher here and a regional publisher there rather than a publisher at each paper. So anyway, um, Lee called me that night and I said, well, we'll just I'll start looking something for, you know, maybe something in about a year. You never know. Well, this wasn't but a month later and Lee Bond called me and he goes, hey, I have two things for you. And I have not met Lee. I knew of him because of the mm-hmm. casino industry, but I never met him. And Lee said, um, he goes, hey, I've, this is Lee Bond, CEO of Singing River, blah, 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 short talk. Yeah. He goes, I got two, two things for you. One, he had a question about something that we had written and obviously had some concerns about it. And I, had, you know, I directed him to, to our editor at that time. And then he said, the other thing is, he says, um, our director of marketing resigned and um, I'm looking for somebody to fill that role. Do you remember, and I remember he brought up somebody's name that we yeah. had a mutual na- mutual acquaintance in the casino industry yeah. and wondered if I still had that or if I knew of anybody. Yeah. And I was like, well, well. this is interesting. <laughs> Tell me just a little bit more. Yeah. And at the time, I had another job opportunity that came up two weeks later. Wow. And interviewed for that, and I thought, what is happening right here? <laughs> and it's funny. The job opportunity that I thought I wanted and would be a better fit, yeah. I ended up here. <laughs> and the only reason I, I wasn't sure about this one, just because it was a longer drive yeah. for me. So nice the other commute. one would have been a closer. Yeah. It just, I thought I wanted that one, and when I weighed out all the options... It came to this one, and I'm like, this was God having a hand in it. And like, you've been here yeah. ever since. Yeah, I love it. Uh, three years, right? Yeah, three years. Three mm-hmm. years. Yeah. So you're back in marketing. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're doing these things. Like, um, what what's your goal going forward? Hmm. Like, what is what do you see your journey going? Hmm. <laughs> you know that's interesting um i love what i do in marketing i love um singing river health system i love yeah. i love the team up here and even just you know everybody on the third floor yeah it's amazing it's like such a great vibe it reminds me of the casino industry yeah. back in the day it's just like the chemistry up here is, it's, it's 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 something you can't describe yeah so, you know, my, my goal is to really create an even stronger team up here yeah. and a very um, self-sufficient teamwork. I mean, we have that. There's no doubt yeah. about it. But there's so much more I think we can do, and especially with the partnership with Oshner. Yeah. I think there's so much opportunity that we can learn from them. They can learn from us. Yeah. We're a small team. Um, so that's it. Just really build 
the team up and really coach the more fresh and younger yeah. ones to to yeah mentor mentor them yeah I, 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 I'm a big advocate of mentorship and I know you are yes yeah. and I um, think that's another reason why we we gel we, yeah really well uh-huh. um, because you know I wouldn't be where I am right now without mentorship and I think a lot of people shy away from it because it's a, it, it does come with accountability mm-hmm. but I think that's how anything like that's worth having I think that's a small price to pay mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah like um and in and, and kind of summing everything up like with this season I want people to understand like the journey is the journey but like the lessons we learn the accountability we have like the people that ensure we aren't just living in an unbalanced state right you know what i mean yeah like there's days you 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 call me you you, you know what i mean right like you you'll pull me like eh, let's 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 have a convo right but i don't know like i just I think a lot of times emotions can cloud our our judgment mm-hmm. and we can act in, you know, sporadically. But having someone that can literally speak to you to where you in the moment you're in. Right. Like. Um, I love that you're talking about coaching the next because I tell you all the time, like you, you you're like a, a walking library. Like you, you have all this wealth of knowledge, you know what I mean? And, um, I've always believed like, I want to die empty. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like where is, I don't want to die with all All of of this information and I'm never giving it away. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but like, do you ever feel like you can do that successfully without being threatened by like being coming like outdated? Like, what's your take on that? Um, no, I don't because I, while I like to, like you say, mentor and try to teach people that are younger, mm-hmm. I also learn from them. Yeah. And so, you know me in social, <laughs> you know, I know how to do yeah. everything social. I just don't post. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't do that. That my, my business is not for me to put out there, but yeah. that's just the my age. I think and we all getting like that. It's, I think people are sharing far too much. Yeah, I agree, but I don't share anything. Yeah, I just share, no, I just share singing river stuff or 90% of it is work related. Exactly. And yeah. go back to when I was at Sun Herald, all I did is share stories. <laughs> yeah. Like that was it. Um, but I also learned from them and like, you know, that's weird though. It's like cooking and you never taste your food. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh-huh. so, I, I, you know, we go back and forth on this. Some of that I agree with. I don't think you got to share all your business, but I tell you all the time, I really do want you. Like there are moments you have that I think you could document and share. That's not all your business. That's just yeah. I just we do some incredible things, man. We have no, some incredible I, I, moments. No, I agree, and I guess I just. I'm just one, like, I'm in the moment, and it's for 
me and the people that are in that moment. Yes. I don't need for the world to know what that moment was. Cause to me, it's more special to know that we did that than putting something out there. So here's what I'm saying. Let's say your friends or those people you talked to earlier, you, you mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. me and my friends in, from my childhood, mm -hmm. we haven't kept in contact. Mm -hmm. If they did look you up, there's nothing that they could even ingest. And that's okay. And, they don't, they, oh that, yeah. Gosh. I know. Oh my goodness. Like, I get it. I, I, something, I think some things are okay worth sharing. Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to put anything out there, it's going to be about my kids. Yeah. That's, that's it. Fine. I will never, ever put anything out there about me. Ever. We know. You are like. Ever. Behind the scenes guru. Yeah, I just, I just, I don't like that attention. I don't need it. Yeah. I you, don't. you always say that. What is your definition of attention? I mean, attention would be, I mean. Everybody defines it differently. Yeah. I think in today's world, though, I think of attention of someone's always looking for attention and they're always putting too much stuff out on social. Like, yeah. what, what is it that you're trying to achieve? Now, what are you covering up? Oh, I hadn't, I didn't expect that. No, that's when I see people that constantly post stuff. Mm. Over and over and over. Like, I know what you look like yesterday because you posted 14 pictures of yourself yeah, yeah. and you and your your kids. Or And again, this is just my opinion. Yeah. You know, to each his own. Some people use social media as a, for, for, a it, relaxer, a stress reliever. Well, and some people use it to capture the moment so that they can go back and yeah. look at memories yeah. and whatever. But I always feel like, what are you covering up? Yeah. Because you don't put the bad stuff on social. Mm -hmm. you don't you i just like <laughs> i've got good stuff and i've got bad stuff nobody yeah. the people that need to know about it know, know about, about it. it there you go and those are my friends that i can go and say i've had a bad day i've done this you know i'm just struggling with work or i'm struggling with my kids yeah. or i'm struggling with my husband or whatever it may yeah. be i can go and talk to them your circle and have is a, your circle my circle is my circle it does not need to be the facebook circle or instagram However, I love yeah. Instagram. I love. Is that you know. your favorite app? Social? Yeah, I think Instagram is. Yeah. I, I, I like it. I love Instagram. I do. I it's think. It's not as like cluttered. I feel like Instagram is more happy. Yeah. It's just, you know, I always say Facebook mm -hmm. is going on Facebook at any time is like going to a bar after midnight. It's nothing but, yeah. it's nothing but fights yeah. and people slinging things at each yeah. other it's like why, why go on there now i go on there because there's a, there's a lot analogy. of stuff that i do get some other stuff but instagram i feel like it's just a little bit of a happier place for I, me outside of work like i'm not like i facebook is i, I i'm like i despise it yeah i despise it but i do i do go on there unfortunately yeah. i um, have to because people well i do it because of my job yeah. too so if it say, was well, for the job if yeah. it wasn't for work i think i would totally get rid of it all except tiktok and Instagram <laughs> and Snapchat. Cause you know, I'm all about those filters. Oh, and then gosh. that's another thing. Snapchat. I'm just going to Snapchat yeah, the person I yeah. want to snap. Well, let me ask you this. Uh -huh. All right. So gosh, I've been yapping too much. Haven't no, I? you, you, you're going great. Like, man, I, I'm thoroughly enjoying this conversation. Um, but I want to switch gears a little bit to something a little more light. Um, are you a reader? 
What, no. What's your thing? You don't. No. You, so you don't like reading. It's horrible. That's. I mean, it's horrible that I am not a reader. Okay. Um, what about movies? You don't. What What's the last thing you movie you watch? Movie. Yeah. Or like a Netflix document. It could be, it could be anything. When's the last time I was on TV? <laughs> or watched is, something on what TV? Is, no. What is the last movie you watched? It could be Netflix. It could be in the movie theaters. What? Adele. That's, Last that's night. That's a TV show. That is not a TV show. That was a once in a lifetime opportunity oh for all of us gosh. to witness Adele. Okay, outside so, of Adele. So, no, let's talk about Adele. All like, right. So what 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 makes you uh, fascinated with Adele? What why does it why Her, Adele? Like I lo- I don't know. Like I'm not really. Yeah, you are. Don't. Well, no, 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 no. Hear me out. I was fascinated with Adele when she came out with her album, 25. Okay. Okay. You don't get to hear from Adele, but every six years or five years. So there's mystery. There's there's just like in her story that she was going through this divorce and just the way she's able to tell, like express her feelings through her music. Yeah. It just tells a story. Like it's just, it's just, you just are enthralled in it. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. But yet it's sad. And oh my gosh. I, yeah, I love me some Adele. Mm. So, Adele, like, what's your favorite song with, from Adele? It's, um, well, up until this last one, um, <laughs> Easy on Me. I do like, um, uh, what is it? All I Ask. And when I was young, okay, hello. I mean, yeah. I liked it all. You liked it all. Yeah, I liked it all. Um, would she be the soundtrack that you would want to play for your life? Is twenty five the album that? No, no, no. That's too depressing. Too depressing. No, I mean, um, well, what I? Well, Are you happy to see where she is now? Yes. Oh my gosh. You yes, it? I loved it. Her journey from brokenness to yeah, I mean she looks really healthy, like I'm on all fronts right how now. How about that weightlifting she Man. does? Like she's just, I just to me, I think she's just so real. Yeah, I think what you see on TV is what you will get. Yeah, you know, she's like, I don't care if I gain weight again or yeah. I lose more. I, I, yeah, like I'm being healthy. So I, I mean, I just I enjoy. Her. There's a lot of other people that I enjoy too, but yeah. I do, I do like her. So she she's my latest and greatest. Um, that I think uh, I will probably ask all people that come on this season. Um, are you happy? Are you asking me if yeah. I'm happy? Yes. Yes. You. you yes. You, you're Truly happy. With happy. Where you are right oh now yes. In life. Absolutely. Yes. How do, How do you maintain and and, and protect that happiness? What are I think it's about the people that you surround yourself with. You know, mm-hmm. I I'm thrilled where my kids are. They're happy. If Number one, if my kids are happy, I'm happy. Yeah. And so I think that's number one. Um, you know, I have an amazing husband. Yeah. I love him dearly. He spoils me rotten, and he <laughs> enjoys it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, him having a, a very solid, you know, a partner, is it makes everything better. And yeah. even up here, I mean, I just, I don't think that, you could have anything. I don't think I could be any happier than I am today. Yeah. Because my kids are happy because my husband is, I've found the right guy mm-hmm. and I'm in a job that I love and I love the folks up here just like I love my family. Yeah. 
I really do. So, yeah, yeah it's there all good. Go. It's happy. So, and I guess, uh, would you have ever imagined 18-year-old graduate Redwood Falls? Do you, did you ever imagine you would be the woman that's on this mic today where you are? Or did you, do you feel like you just stumbled into who you are? Uh, you know, my initial, what do you think my initial response is going to be? Honestly, after the story today, I'm not sure. <laughs> I would say yes. Yeah? Only because I always said I would, I needed to do something. I wanted to do something. Like, I didn't go to college, so I was, like, beat myself. Yeah. I didn't go to college. I didn't finish college. So yeah. it wasn't like I, I wanted to accomplish something. And I always wanted to be successful. I'm a very independent person. Yeah. Extremely independent. Yes, you are. And... Um, you know, did I think I would be at this point? Probably not, but I knew it. I guess I just never like thought there's any other option. Right. And it's kind of, it's kind of weird no, that I, I say I, it that I, way, but no, it, it I, is, I, it's not like I was like, I just can't believe I'm here. No, no, it's, that's not that. But I also. Well, you were driven and ambitious. Correct. So, I mean, I, I yeah. get, you know, sometimes like for me. I didn't know, like, all the parameters of what I would be doing, like, right. and what I'm doing now, but I knew I would be doing what I, like. I How would. did you know that, though? How did you know you wanted to do, like, what you do, like, this storytelling and, and filming? took me to see Superman. That's the first movie I remember in E.T. The moment I saw um, those stories on the big screen. Really? I fell in love with cinematography and cameras. Okay. I was going um, to know how you knew, like, how did you figure that it out? Was, it, it felt like an elephant sat on me. Oh, wow. I couldn't, like, that moment has stayed with me. Right. Throughout my life. Huh. Like, That's awesome. It's weird. Because a lot of people don't have that. Now, let me tell you, because the movie was the result of me growing up with my grandfather and around older people. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm really like an old soul. I love old people. Mm -hmm. um, my grandfather would tell me these amazing stories about life and just people he knew. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was farmer. That's farmer Brown. Like he owns these lands. Like, um, I remember when we would plant these fields and they would just sit around at the country store after working and just tell stories and laugh. Right. And I just, I would visualize these stories huh. from my family and older people. Because that's a beautiful thing about older people. They're not in a rush to go anywhere. Oh and they're always looking in hindsight. Mm -hmm. So for them, the life you lived is the story. Mm -hmm. And when you hear that over and over, like, it made me understand how to love people, how to see past people's mistakes and flaws. Yeah. And it made me a people person. You know mm -hmm. me. Like, mm -hmm. I love people. I mm -hmm. love seeing people be all they can be. Anything I can do to help people mm -hmm. achieve that, like, right. I'm, I'm all game. Right. But I didn't understand, like, how that navigated into my life as a person. When I 
went to the, I remember my dad said, hey, I'm going to take you to see this movie because everything was like big. We went and saw Superman. I was just like, what in the world is this? Wow. Well, that's cool. And then I, I didn't understand like how cameras work, but like then I got into like, um, because most people don't realize I was in audio first. So I've been playing music since I was like two or three. Oh, wow. Playing drums my whole life. Like oh, I can cool. pretty much play any instrument. Like, yeah, that's what, oh, that wow. was my claim to fame. So that's how I got out was moving. Um, my first degree is in music production and technology. So I can run a studio. Mm -hmm. I can do like, like if I needed to record Adele, I could, um, I would, I used to actually set up studios for people. Mm -hmm. Um, all that good stuff, all that nerdy stuff. Um, digital downloads came Napster, LimeWire. Right. And I've always had this knack for trends. So I see trends like, um, ahead of, of them of coming to fruition. Right. It's really weird and it's really upsetting and frustrating because if I had more capital, I would be, I wouldn't be at this table. Right. I would be like, I tried to put a Starbucks in here before they put a Starbucks. Oh, wow. I just couldn't finish raising like the last $10,000 right. I needed. Oh, wow. Huh. Interesting. I just told them, I said, I wanted to put a charging station in the promenade. Guess what they just put? Charging station. Charging station in the promenade. Yeah. Most people have great ideas. Right. People who study people study no trends. Right. My dad actually wanted me to go to school to be an economist. I was sitting in the middle of the college in economics. Mm -hmm. I stood up and I just said, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. My professor said, what are you doing? Like, no, mm -hmm. just, you're just having a moment. I'm like, no, this ain't it, man. <laughs> this ain't it. Wow. Walked out of class. Yeah. Couldn't do it. Been always called to do this. Hmm. I love, I love what That's I do. Cool. I'm great at it. You I, are. I would. You're very good at it. People you're don't, beyond good. Yo, I'm telling you people. And this is why I love that you said about the grind, because even with me and cameras, like I couldn't afford like really nice cameras at first. But the camera I had, I would stay up and just shoot anything in my house. Sure. I'm talking like carpet. Yeah. Shots. I would sit up like little figurines and do depth of fill. And right. All these things like just learning mm -hmm. how to make things look. Yeah, Tell stories. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. But uh, you were supposed to have some homework. Was that one of your questions That was one of me? my questions. I figured that. That was one of my questions. What's another question you got for me? Um, are you happy? I am happy. I um I I guess I would say I'm happy but I still feel like there's more to be written. Okay. So I I'm trying to be very present in not squandering opportunities to grow. And I think you and I we we talk yeah. about this a lot. Right. Um I have a very especially coming out of the pandemic, I have an extremely new respect for time. Mhm. And I really don't like when people play with my time. Mm -hmm. And a yeah. lot of time people think like playing with time is all, you know, no, like right. if I'm here to spend my efforts and energy on something, let's get it done. I want to do it. Let's do yes. it. You know what I mean? And it and goes back to quality too. There you go. It's not no. just doing it to get it done. Let's, 
it takes time to do. produce. That's a, that's right. Good quality. So yes, I'm happy. My kids are great. I'm like you. Yeah. Um, I'm all about my kids, man. Yep. Um, I have a wonderful wife. She takes very great care of us. Um, I'm not the easiest guy to live with, but she <laughs> makes it. She makes it. Are uh, any of us really that easy to live with? Oh I mean. man, come on, you know. But she 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 takes care great care of us, and uh, we we love and appreciate her. So yeah. And my, my, my parents are doing well. Yeah, so, hey, right. My family's good. See, I'm, there you go. I can't complain, man. No. I'm good. No. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you. Life is good. Yeah. What's your third question? My third question. Gosh, I thought I only make had it a go two. One, Let's see. Um, what was my third question? Can I get out my phone? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll make sure. I thought I had to send you three questions. Oh, no. Here we go. Oh, yeah. What's the one word that would describe you? Oof. Loyal. Like your t-shirt? Like my t-shirt. Loyalty. Loyalty. <laughs> Took me a little bit to um, that out. Oh, my gosh. We like you go talk about that. <coughs> I'm sorry. Um, you're okay. Um, yeah, yeah, loyalty. I, I think loyalty en- engulfs a lot of things um, that I strive to 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 be because i think in loyalty you have to be patient i think you have to be um empathetic i think mm-hmm. you have to be um loving and strong mm-hmm. um loyalty doesn't always mean you you got to let people run over you but, right um i think it just means that i can see uh the weight of the value of the person um greater than the situation we're currently mm-hmm. in and um you know, I think you know more than a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, when I commit to something, I really try to see it all the way through. I try to see it in a way that can just be past. Is it fun? You know, some people, a lot of people, if if it is not fun, mm-hmm. like they don't want to do it anymore. Right. But I think sometimes, even in seasons of life, look at the world. We have four seasons. Summer is not winter. Mm-hmm. Spring is not fall. Right. But altogether, it makes a a, a, a universe or, or a system that we benefit from. Mm-hmm. You know, things grow, things die, things right. come, things go. Right. And I think loyalty for me is just something that I've always expected from people because mm-hmm. of what I give them. Right. But that's also have repercussions. Mm-hmm. Well, you get hurt a lot when yeah. you try to be loyal to people and they aren't loyal to you. It doesn't right. feel great. Yeah. But, you know, all in all, you live and you learn. There Move you on. I don't, I don't regret it. Oh, good. So, um, yeah, man, uh, it's, this has been amazing. Um, I want to say, I was going to say where can people find you online, but who, for what? Because you don't post. <laughs> 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 like what's the point man like um yeah, exactly <laughs> like it's um it's I, pretty boring hey man it's uh it's great though but um i guess i would ask you to give one piece of advice that you've learned on your journey that my listeners can take away well what's some advice you would give someone listening Um, what I would say is be willing to put in the work. Um, 
you know, and don't always look, be willing to put in the work, but don't always look and don't always look to be paid for it at first. Yeah. Cause there's so many people that think, you know, I'm going to put in the work, but I want to get paid for it at the same time. Well, no, that comes with the price. I yeah. mean, you've got to show and be able to work and show that you're willing to do it long term. So I always say that I tell my kids that all the time, you know, it doesn't matter. You may not like this job right now or, you know, when they were growing yeah. up, but put in the work in and the work. never burn your bridge, never burn your bridge. Cause you'll be surprised at how you will cross that person another time. Somehow, some way you will cross your bridge with that person. And you're like, Oh yeah. Shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have done that. Yeah. So, you're right. Yeah. Sometimes you got to eat it. Sometimes you just you do. Gotta, yeah. No, but I mean, yeah. there's, there's a way to stand up for yourself and, you know, do what you feel is right. But you also, you know, you just don't burn your bridge. Never burn your bridge. Man, I don't know what better way to end the podcast with this one today than don't burn your bridge. I think that's what I'm going to name this episode. Don't burn, don't your, burn bridge. your bridge. Yeah. Um, I hope you had fun. I did. Did you? It wasn't bad, right? No, it wasn't bad. Oh. Except that bright light right in my eye. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I hope you've got a good filter for these cameras. Oh, my goodness. It, you're going to be No, fine. it was good. It was yeah. fun. Yeah, so tell people where they can find you at online anyway. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know what my Instagram is. Oh, I don't my know. gosh. Seriously, do you, I have do no you idea. want a bunch of followers? No, because what would are you going to follow? Would you care? If, what if you just, like, you blow up in this episode? Like, people just... If I blow people. up, you know what? I'll start posting. Yeah? There I will start go. posting. You can help me with my uh, social brand Yeah, I here. told you. We're gonna, I'm going to start managing your socials. As long as it's not a How picture are you going to... You got to start mentoring people. We can put little quotes like this. Don't burn your bridges. We can. It can be cool little but stuff. See, then I look at that and go, you know what? People are like, okay, whatever. Scroll it. No. Some people really... Want to follow people that empower them? Okay, I'm gonna see if this podcast will get me a fo- get me followers. So <laughs> hold on, we're gonna go to Instagram. That's how it's easy. Just IG is good since okay. you said that's your favorite. That is. So SK Wall seventy. SK Wall seventy. There you go. Y'all follow G One on <laughs> Instagram mm-hmm. at SK Wall seventy. It you is can my, see my cute kids. There you go. My handsome husband. And then you're going to find out all her new content that she's going to start posting. Yeah. We'll courtesy of, of yours. Courtesy of G1. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, yeah, thank you again for coming in. Um, and if you're listening for the first time and the last time, I just want to thank you for listening. <laughs> I hope this isn't the last time. <laughs> I just you ruined your brand. It. No, no. <laughs> you know, sometimes you get one off. Sometimes people listen to one episode and they they move on. Okay. It is what it is. I hope you learned something. I hope you found today's podcast to be very insightful about embracing a journey. Um, and don't burn your bridge. <laughs> there you go. Just in case you just want the quick synopsis of what, what this conversation exactly. is about. But uh, until next time, man, thank you for listening. It's your boy, Lo, man. We're going to get out of here. And I appreciate you listening. Peace.